Welcome to The Vortex with your host, Addie, an ancient cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and evolutionary astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to help unlock your soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered, abundant life. This is a podcast where we take deep dives into topics all along the lines of astrology, spirituality, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's episode and topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Today's episode, we are going to be chatting about the Pisces new moon, Pisces season, and this final week of February. So a lot to talk about in this episode. And before I dive into all the astrology, just a couple announcements. So I am going to be opening up my astrology readings very soon in the next couple weeks, just working out like just like some minor details. So definitely stay on the lookout for that. Right now, I'm going to be using Venmo until I find a more permanent like payment processing solution. So just it's really weird right now. Just dealing with some weird tech stuff. Technology has just been really weird the last couple weeks. Because, like, last week with the Sun conjunct Saturn, I really wanted to get, like, my, like, landing page up or whatever you want to call it, like, my sign-up page for my readings. But just with the Sun conjunct Saturn week last week, there was just a lot of weird obstacles, roadblocks, but, you know, that was Sun conjunct Saturn testing us to see, like, how we deal with frustration change if we're able to continue to move and grow through it. So it was just teaching us some lessons. Maybe you guys also noticed that you had some weird scenarios, situations come up as well last week because we're now in Pisces season as well. And now I'm going to go into the astrology. It was kind of a short announcement there. And so I'm recording this on February 19th. And yesterday was when we had the sun move into Pisces at 5.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2.35 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And today... We are, or like tonight into tomorrow morning is when we have like the Pisces new moon. It really depends on where you are in the world because like for me, I'm on the East Coast. This one is going to be apexing at 2.04 a.m. on February 20th. So it's like tonight, like early Monday morning. But then if you're on the Pacific Coast, that's going to be at 11.04 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So that'll be February 19th. So definitely check your time zone wherever you're at in the world, especially like if you are in like Europe, Asia, India, anywhere around there, you're going to be having the Pisces new moon way earlier as well. So definitely check that. And so you find like your apex time for that. But We'll also be seeing Venus go into Aries on February 20th at 2.55 a.m. So we're having Venus go into Aries like 50 minutes after this new moon apexes, which is just wild. So we'll be having this Pisces new moon with like the with Venus at 29 degrees and then it goes into Aries. February 21st, so that's Tuesday, we'll still be seeing Mercury square Uranus. February 22nd, we have Mercury trying Mars, Mercury square Uranus still. And then February 26th, we have Jupiter and Chiron in a two degree orb. So definitely a lot to talk about in this episode. So now let's just do like a little recap of like this like last Aquarius season since now we are out of Aquarius season 
because to me this was a very beautiful Aquarius season that we all had that we experienced because like we had that Aquarius new moon that had Pluto in the mix so that was really helping us shed the old layers really release like anything no longer serving us especially since Pluto is the dispositor of the south node that was really helping us shed any dead weight old baggage no longer serving us because then we had that leo full moon that leo full moon a couple weeks ago was really helping us step into our authentic truth more our power more really let go of like the constraints and restrictions that society has put on us like it was really reminding us that we are here to shine we are here to step into our lights more we are not here to be copycat clone robots and to me, that's always a beautiful thing and a beautiful reminder that Aquarius shows us is that we all are unique. We are all here for your unique, different purpose. We are not all meant to be the same exact people. We aren't all meant to do the same job and think the same as everyone else. We are all here with a unique, different perspective. And Aquarius reminds us that, that we are here to like bring our own unique perspective and then it's okay to be different. Like We are here to be different, not to be the same. And that was just a very beautiful reminder, especially just with everything going on, like with all these weird identity crises with Chiron and Aries. It's just very interesting to see, especially since Jupiter and Chiron are getting in a closer orbit as well. It's really interesting to see the identity crisis movement and just what's going on with that, like from that angle as well, because there's all these different identity movements, whether it's like the trans movement, that LGBTQ movement, or whether you get like lost in like the right left wing side of politics that's a whole identity movement as well getting lost in that or whether you're just getting lost in like some like diagnosis you got maybe you got some like sickness and you're getting lost in that identity so there's all these weird different identity movements going on too which is very interesting and it's not to nitpick on anyone because whatever you do as long as you're over 18 and whatever you do, like, that's totally up to you. But what they're trying to push on these children is definitely not okay. But that's for a whole different episode. Not going to get into that right now. But I feel I've done a long enough rambling for this little intro. And we've done a little recap of Aquarius season. So now let's just dive into this Pisces season. Pisces new moon. What's in store? So we're just going to talk about this Pisces new moon really because we talked about Pisces season last week and definitely go back to episode 123 if you want to learn more on Pisces season but I will be doing like just like a little recap of like the sign Pisces breaking that down and then we'll go look into the chart for Pisces new moon. So Pisces is the 12th final sign of the zodiac. And with Pisces being that 12th final sign, this is also like the last new moon in the cycle because Pisces is that 12th sign. So this is the last new moon as well. So this is also completing an entire new moon cycle from that Aries new moon in 2022 to now this Pisces new moon of 2023. So this is completing a whole new moon lunation cycle so that is one completion factor right there and with pisces being that 12th final sign of the zodiac and i know i keep saying that but this is really like pay attention to wherever pisces is in your own chart and this is like a graduation point this is like a completion factor especially since we are in pisces season now 
We have made it through all 12 zodiac signs now. We are in Pisces season. This is it because Pisces is a water sign. They're mutable energy. They're feminine energy. They're ruled by the 12th house. So this is bringing a lot of like, this can bring a lot of karmic events up. This can bring a lot of things from past lives even bring a lot of things up from your subconscious as well so definitely pay attention to what is being brought up to the surface it's probably not a coincidence so if there's like old wounds things from the past like things that you've suppressed for a very long time rising up to the surface it's probably a reason and it's probably not a coincidence and you probably should evaluate that because, and these are just some key words I have for Pisces, like Pisces in their highest exaltation is very mystical, magical, intuitive, compassionate, ethereal, very like highly intelligent. And their intelligence, it's like for some people, like it's just hard for them to understand because their intelligence is so like otherworldly, like it's very Aquarian as well. But some shadow traits with Pisces is they can like get lost in delusion, illusion, escape into a fantasy land, escape into an addictive pattern, addictive habits, and can just go like south and sour really quick. So it's definitely very important to pay attention as well because this is, and even though this isn't a full moon, but it's just, it's, it's important to remember to always go back to the Pisces polarity Virgo to bring yourself back into reality if you find yourself going into an escapism, wanting to get lost into a fantasy land or an addiction. Remember, bring yourself back into the present moment. Bring yourself back into reality. Because with this being a new moon, this is a time to set intentions. This is a time to really be intentional and like set goals, set intentional list and be like okay where do I want to go next moving forward what is it that I want to create what are the dreams that I'm focusing on right now the projects I'm focusing on right now and where is it that I want to go next how like how far do I want to take things where do I want to up level because to me a Pisces new moon it's like answering the call from spirit and I want to share this story and I think I share this like every Pisces new moon but it's just a Pisces new moon holds a lot of like sentimental value for me because it was the Pisces new moon back in 2020 that I started having like these weird dreams around this time of me teaching astrology because I started diving into astrology deeper just from my own interest with everything going on in the world and then I started having these dreams of me teaching astrology and then just astrology started showing up in all these weird ways like in the tv shows I was watching just random people bringing it up to me and then I had people telling me that they were seeing me in their dreams teaching them astrology so I'm like okay I'm like I'm taking this as a sign that I need to pursue this path deeper and at back then like three years ago I had nowhere near the amount of knowledge I do now on astrology I had no idea what I was doing just I just knew I needed to answer this call from spirit and whatever that may be for you like you'll know your intuition knows like you just know and it's it's hard to explain too but it's just like that inner knowing like you just know that that's the thing to do and it just feels right. Like you have that gut feeling and it just feels right to you. So just trust that whatever that is for you, trust that and lean into that. 
and definitely it scared me it was like it definitely terrified me because I'm like I've never done astrology before I haven't studied this before I'm like I have no formal training and I just went with it and I've studied it daily I fall in love with it daily ever since these three years and I know like I've done this work in past lives before that's why it comes so easily to me and that's also like a beautiful thing with us being in Pisces season as well as this can show you like strengths that you've also worked on in past lives this can reveal things to you from past lives if you pay attention so now let's just go look at the chart on a little deeper level now that we've kind of broken down Pisces so we know like they're the mystical water mutable feminine sign and so I have the chart pulled up and my chart that I have since I'm on the east coast I have it for February 20th at 2:06 a.m eastern standard time and definitely check your own time zone but we have this Pisces new moon apexing at one degrees and this one is about, I would say, like four degrees away from Saturn. So this one also has a Saturnian flavor to it. And to me, this new moon is like giving us a sneak preview for what Saturn in Pisces is going to look like. Because even though Saturn's in Aquarius right now, it's still like in a weak orb conjunction with the sun and moon, even though they're in a different sign. So this is kind of giving us a little sneak preview and hint of what we can expect Saturn and Pisces to look like. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is, is this is giving us some Saturnian Pisces flavor here because with Saturn being in the mix with this new moon, this is really helping us get serious and evaluate our boundaries. This is helping us evaluate our projects, our tasks, everything that we've been working towards right now. This is a beautiful time to evaluate those boundaries and ask yourself, okay, are these boundaries currently serving me in the highest way or do I need to like rewrite these boundaries? What is the action that I need to take with those? Because also like with the sun and moon both conjunct Saturn, like this definitely is bringing a serious Saturnian flavor. This is helping us get serious on some projects that we want to continue moving forward. This is giving us that steady accomplishment in endurance energy. This is also a great time to create new habits and rituals that will serve your higher self moving forward. This can also help you stay on track and focus. So you can definitely utilize this to your highest advantage you can definitely utilize this for your manifesting and calling in whatever it is that you want to call in for your current reality because we also have the sun and moon both making a trine to south node scorpio and with the sun and moon both making a trine to south node scorpio this is really putting your destiny your mission on the forefront of your mind but with it in trying to south node scorpio this is also helping us release things that are no longer serving us because we're currently in a dark moon phase so even during this dark moon phase you can still release stuff but with moon and sun both trining south no definitely pay attention to any messages signs you receive at this time listen to what is coming through from your heart your intuition it's a great time to evaluate the path you're on. You can reconsider the path. Maybe you need to change your path, make shifts. Maybe you need to just make some subtle shifts. You can ask yourself, where is it that you want to go next? This is a great time to like kind of set up a roadmap for where you want to go next. 
And this is also like setting a new spiritual chapter because your destiny is really on the forefront of your mind right now. And this is also asking you, how can you start shining brightly more? How can you start being unique more? How can you start showing up and using your authentic truth and voice more? This is really helping you get serious and figure out, okay, this is the direction I want to go next. This is where I want to go next moving forward. And then with this being in Pisces too, this is also reminding you, don't be afraid to get wild and creative and lucid and dreamy with this. You can be as mystical and magical and dreamy as you want with this. So this is a time to get really wild and creative and have fun with it too. Like this is a time also to have fun with it. Don't forget that either. Along with the sun and moon both being in Pisces, we still have Venus and Neptune in Pisces. Venus at 24 Pisces, Neptune at 24 Pisces, Venus at 29 Pisces. So we have Venus about to go into Aries here, but when this new moon is apexing, it's still in Pisces. So we still have like this subtle like Venus conjunct Neptune energy going on. So you can still utilize that to your advantage as well for manifesting and calling in intentions with this new moon, which is a very beautiful conjunction. So it's really great that we have this during the Pisces new moon. So you can really use it to your advantage as well, because maybe you saw like I was calling it the astrology mem traps and we saw everyone on Valentine's Day being like Venus conjunct Neptune on Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh, best day ever. Oh my God. Okay, sorry about that, but it just really annoyed me. But Venus conjunct Neptune, yes, definitely a beautiful, dreamy, loving, passionate, sensual energy. But this is also a great time for manifesting and getting wild, creative with your dreams and visions. What is it that you want to call in next? Don't be afraid to get creative, wild, be lucid, mystical. Utilize this energy to your advantage, but definitely be aware. Do not get caught up in an illusion, a delusion. Have you been living in a delusional fantasy land about a relationship or something, you don't want to escape reality either. You want to stay present. You want to stay grounded. If you, and I'm just getting this message right now, like if you are someone who like goes to alcohol or certain drug to escape reality, maybe you need to find a different outlet. Maybe you need to reach out to someone for help in that way so you can start breaking out of that habit instead of escaping reality. That, that message just came through. Maybe someone needs to hear that. We also will have Venus sextile Pluto. So with Venus sextile Pluto, this is having opportunities emerging out of the shadows for positive relationships. This is a great time for working on relationships, improving relationships, healing relationships right now. So definitely pay attention to that energy. You can use it to your advantage. We also have Venus making a semi-square to Uranus. So this can also bring a little bit of an unpredictable factor to the relationship. So definitely be aware pay attention to what's going on with your relationships can bring a bit of like an excitement or frustration can also bring some liberating energy to the relationships so definitely pay attention but with that venus sextile pluto you have going we have going on here definitely feel we can all like do some beautiful healing for relationships and there's quite a lot going on with like mercury too same with chiron as well so let me go through all the Mercury aspects. I thought this one was interesting because we have Mercury making a semi-square to Venus. And when I was going through my chart program that I use, Astro Gold, I liked this interpretation because I've never seen this before. And it says Mercury semi-square Venus, a writer's block transit. And I've definitely been feeling that energy already. Like I've definitely been feeling a little bit of a writer's block and 
because I went this morning to write like my Pisces new moon post for Instagram and it just was not flowing out of me. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to record my podcast first and then we'll see if the words just flow out of me. So I can definitely feel this writer's block transit. So it's interesting that Mercury, semi-square Venus, they interpret it as like a writer's block transit. And so then it just, and then the way that I was interpreting it, it's like if we want to move forward with a project, but we're feeling stuck, like we just, we need to like wait it out. Like patience is a virtue right now. It's also like reminding us, think outside the square, but definitely no force, like Patience is a virtue with Mercury semi-square Venus. We also have Mercury trying Mars. So this is also aiding with quick thinking. This is a good time to work with others. Definitely seek cooperation with others rather than fighting with others. Can be a good time for completing mentally challenging or more complex, complex tasks if feeling blocked. So you can kind of use the Mercury trying Mars to overcome that Mercury semi-square Venus is one way that I'm looking at it. We also have Mercury square Uranus, so this can bring some mental tension, could cause anxiety or high nervous energy. You can always turn that anxious energy into excitement though, so just always try to hype yourself up, get excited about something if you are feeling that nervous energy. Like I am someone who's prone to high nervous anxiety energy, and so sometimes I will hype myself up and that does like help and it does kind of switch that anxiety into a different energy or just finding a good physical outlet as well because also with mercury square uranus this can bring a lot of ideas downloads helping you shift your perspective think outside of the box think outside of the norm this is a good time to just like welcome and embrace any interruptions or obstacles you face rather than getting frustrated and angry how can you embrace it how can how is that helping you shift your perspective can bring new radical thought ideals as well then we have Mercury making a sextile to Chiron. So this can also bring like deeper healing. Deeper healing can come from dreams, memories. Definitely pay attention to what is coming up f- through the surface right now, especially since we are in Pisces season. Pisces being like the ruler of the 12th house, this is really bringing a lot of like old wounds, old things up. So definitely pay attention to what is coming through and rising up through the surface. This is also an invitation to dive deeper into those emotional waters if you feel called. We also are seeing Saturn and Aquarius make a semi-square to Chiron. So this can also bring some weird like frustrations or blocks up to the surface regarding like healing. So definitely pay attention to what is coming through. It's also just reminding you to slow down. Like you don't have to rush through the healing process. Like healing is not linear. It does not look the same for everyone else. And that is just Saturn reminding you that. Mars in Gemini is still in a sextile to Chiron as well right now. So with Mars in sextile to Chiron, this is helping us take action for bringing that greater, deeper healing into our lives. So definitely continue to pay attention to what comes through, especially with that Mercury sextile Chiron. This is also helping you to let go and release of old feelings, memories no longer serving you. This can help you move forward into that next chapter. So definitely utilize Mars to help you with that healing aspect because we also have Jupiter and Chiron in a four degree orb conjunction. So this is where like to me this is where like the ego identity crisis could feel bigger if you are someone who is currently like shedding old layers of your ego identity. Maybe you like it always reminds me of Alice in Wonderland like who are you? Maybe you keep asking yourself that question that can definitely feel a lot bigger because Jupiter always acts as like that magnifier 
and like that amplifier so it always makes things appear a lot bigger than they really are so whatever the wounds that you're dealing with right now like especially like Chiron and Aries related this Jupiter can make them feel like they are way bigger than life right now so definitely just pay attention to what is coming through but this can really be used to your advantage because this is really helping you bring those healing qualities and this can help you heal like these old layers of your ego identity. This can help you sh shed those old layers so you can bring in a new version of you. What does that new version of you look like? Who is that new person that you want to be? And this is also like a time because also like with Jupiter and Chiron, like this is just reminding me of the actual Greek mythology story. And you know what? Actually, I want to pull it up real quick because Jupiter is like represent Zeus in astrology. And I'm pretty sure Zeus is the one that helped Chiron. So I'm going to pull that up real quick. Okay, so I have the Greek mythology story for Chiron pulled up. And Chiron is the half-brother of Zeus. I knew Zeus was in there somewhere, but he was the half-brother because Kronos is Chiron's dad. So Chiron being... Like, because Kronos, like, saw, like, Chiron's mom, and he just had to have her, so he, like, raped her, and just kind of, like, there's so much rape in these stories, it's sad, but anyway, so he then, so, like, Kronos had to have Chiron's mom, and then when Chiron's mom gave birth to Chiron, he was half centaur, and he just, like, his mom was not about it, so he was, like, an outcast, and then that's why Chiron has like the title of the wounded healer because he sacrificed himself like he gave up his immortality because what happened with Chiron was he was like living his like centaur life and then Hercules comes up because Hercules was on a mission doing something um Hercules shot Chiron with a poison dart arrow by accident and it caused him like such unbearable pain so then Chiron exchanged his immortality in exchange for Prometheus's freedom and then he like took the place and so that's why Chiron has like the wounded healer but just thought like this Jupiter Chiron aspect very interesting so like you have Jupiter Zeus like the half brother of Chiron so you have like these two coming together so this can bring a beautiful time of deep healing and this can also like resemble someone important coming into your own life either resembling like a healer or a teacher archetype role so definitely pay attention to who and what is happening this time because we're going to be feeling this Jupiter Chiron conjunct energy for like probably I would say like a few weeks maybe a month tops but we're going to be in this energy for a while so definitely pay attention to what's coming up and I definitely feel like the identity crisis movement is what I'm calling it. and I definitely feel we're going to see more identity movements come up so definitely pay attention to that but this is a beautiful time to really get courageous and step into that new higher version of that identity that whatever it looks like for you who is that new person who is that new person that you want to be what is that higher new identity and like work on stepping into that so I really feel like you can utilize that Jupiter conjunct Chiron to your advantage but 
that's pretty much like all like the main aspects for this Pisces new moon chart like ultimately like I really feel like this Pisces new moon is like another like kind of like date with destiny if we want to call it that because this is really helping us start a new spiritual chapter this is helping us shed old layers, dead weight, things no longer serving us. And this is helping us start a new spiritual chapter. This is helping us get everything in order so it will serve our higher selves, so it will serve that new higher version of ourselves. And this is also reminding us how we can like blend the ethereal into our own physical world. This is helping us bring more spiritual, magical mysticism into our daily lives, however that may look like for you. And then shortly after we have this new moon apex, we have Venus enter Aries because then after that Pisces new moon apex is at 2.06 a.m. at 2.55 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is when Venus leaves Pisces and enters into Aries because I want to read about Venus and Aries from the only astrology book you'll ever need. Because it says Venus and Aries, this position of Venus gives a responsive and impulsive love nature. You are the kind of person who falls in love at first sight, never thinks once before following the dictates of your heart. You are strongly sensual and feel at your most complete when you are emotionally involved with someone. Physical appearance is what first attracts you, but to sustain a love affair, you must also find mental compatibility. You are turned off by a sloppy appearance or loud vulgar behavior. As a Venus Arian, you attract friends because of your demonstrative and enthusiastic attitude. You like to bring unexpected gifts to those you love. People with Venus and Aries are a curious mixture of sentimentality and aggressiveness. Your emotions are easily touched, but you are also demanding and somewhat selfish. Others should not expect you to settle down into calm domestic peace. You are too restless, flirtatious, too enamored of more. So definitely very interesting, definitely much different than Venus and Pisces that we've all been experiencing. But Venus and Aries too, I also feel it's helping, like it's giving us this courage. This is giving us this more courage to find a little more independence in our own relationships as well. But it's also reminding us that we don't need to go at everything alone. So it's also like to me, Venus and Aries, it's always like trying to find that balance between like being independent, but also having relationships. And this can also just bring a little more free spirited, like courageous energy. This can really help us start like initiating new tasks, new projects, whatever that may look like for you. So ultimately we can utilize that Venus and Aries to our advantage. We can really use it to just pursue new tasks and continue to like fearlessly work on our projects, whatever those have been for you. And now I just want to pull a couple cards to see what comes through for this Pisces new moon. First deck I'm pulling from is the Oracle of the Witch deck and we got Witch's Script. And it's like this piece of paper with like different like hieroglyphics, if you want to call them that. Like they kind of look like runes and like the astrology glyphs. Um, it says secrets and it says allow the magic inside you to initiate mystical writings from the depths of your soul. Very Piscean. 
witchy guidance. Ours is a world of sacred knowledge that is hidden away and shrouded in deep mystery and silence. The secrets of an ongoing inner storm will take control over your ability to stay grounded and point towards a hidden way place of concealment and denial. When you find that you cannot speak about or share with another what has passed before, the skeletons hidden in the closet will rise to haunt you. Hiding from the past and keeping old dilemmas concealed within the dark tomb of your mind is an invitation to journey into the pits of despair. Secrets may be mysterious, intriguing, and attractive to a seeker of truth, but not to those who are the keepers of secrets, for they carry a significant burden that cannot be shared. However, a keeper understands that when forbidden information is too dark to share it, it could cause harm to if revealed to others. When a weight of silence becomes too unbearable to carry, call upon the witches of old to help release the enigma of concealed memories. Arcane words, signs, and symbols have kept our magical secrets hidden in plain view, protecting us from persecution and making sure our secrets did not fall into the wrong hands. We uncovered our sacred knowledge by using our very own witch's alphabet, which cannot be deciphered by the uninitiated, for closely guarded secrets must be defended at all costs. Free yourself from the secret of others, from those who would bid you to keep silent, and instead create your own secret language in written form. Once you have been released from the secrets of the past, from the burden of another person's secrets, or anything being held over you, you can step into true authenticity and accept the position of guardian of the sacred mysteries of ritual secrecy. So I definitely feel this is like very Piscean and it's also just like reminding us like where have we been like keeping our own secrets like maybe from ourselves even or where do we need to like dive deeper into our own like emotional waters and psyche. So I really like that we got that card. Now I'm pulling a tarot card from the Tarot de Luz tarot deck. And we got the Five of Cups and it's also Scorpio Mars. And cups is also water in tarot, so we're definitely dealing with a lot of water energy right now, some Scorpio energy. And this says partial loss, friendship without real meaning, marriage without real love, heir, inheritance of perfection, complete union or partnership. And that is all that it says. Okay, so... With this card, it's very interesting that we got this Five of Cups, so it's, like, definitely pay attention, like, are you in, like, a, like, relationship or friendship right now that doesn't really hold a lot of, like, deeper, significant, like, spiritual meaning? This is a time to evaluate your relationships. Where are you filling up your cup or are you not filling up your cup? Like, is your cup empty right now? And do you need to refill your cup? Are you pouring too much energy into one person? Are you not pouring enough energy into another person? This is a time to really evaluate that. Because also, like, just another, like, little side note. Like, Pisces deals with boundaries. So this is a beautiful time to really evaluate your boundaries and figure out, okay, these are clearly serving me. These are not clearly serving me. I need to make these adjustments. And I'm going to leave it at that for this episode, but I really hope this episode helps and hope everyone has a beautiful Pisces new moon. Hope everyone has a beautiful like final days of February and until the next episode, we will chat again soon.